69. What is up, everybody? This is Albert Campa here with the Cantina MX podcast. And we are on episode, I think I messed up and put 169, but we're actually on episode 170 of the Cantina MX podcast. I'm along here with Joel. What's going on, Joel? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Chickies. It's been, it's been, uh, quite a week for my fellow Chile hermanos. And just reading their reactions has been somewhat amusing. Somewhat amusing. You'd think they'll be accustomed to it by now, but they keep acting like all of this is new. <laughs> yeah, I think the, I think the fans may be a little new, but. Maybe not so much, but yeah, this is, uh, so we're coming off the final, uh, a few days past already, but, uh, our Thursday night podcast episode, uh, we couldn't get it done earlier, I guess, earlier in the week that is, but here we are on a Thursday night talking, I guess the final is the first up to talk about, uh, America beats Cruz Azul. Yes, con- convincingly. Pretty- yeah, it was we, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting we, set of games. We we expected here uh, a more even match. Uh, like the first game was quite even, but for the second one, and and you know I was tilting it a bit in Cruz Azul's favor because America had finished with two injured players, uh, Uribe and I forget the other guy, and uh, but but for that last leg. It was all it was all America, man. They they really came out guns blazing, and 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 Cruz Azul just seemed, um, you know, they they just they just didn't seem to want it as much. Uh, but but their their you know their game plan for for like Caixinha, it just to hold out and and uh, it was working to an extent. You say that's kind of messed up how uh, the big mistake that uh, Jesus Corona did because as a goalie, you don't want to... First, you don't want to play the ball down the middle and and especially with a player if his back is to the... You know, his back is to the... To, to the opposite, you know. Yeah. He's, he's not facing the rivals. He doesn't know who's... Who's where, which is what kind of messes up. Uh, it allows, uh, or, I mean, Oribe, Oribe to come in and, and, okay. yeah, steal the ball. But that was, yeah, goalies, you always, you play them, you either kick it out far or play it down the wings, but never, never down the center, man, unless, unless there's like a, a lot of space, you know? Or, or you already the player already communicated to you like the player already has the pass or whatever. But that's just the big, and it's surprising coming from someone as experienced as Corona to to make that big mistake. I will, I will. In his defense, though, I'll say this: initially, like if you look at the, when he first uh, passed the ball out, initially the the players were set up to where he. Uh, it, it didn't look like a bad play. 
because many times, like usually when you say don't, don't play it out to the middle, usually you were talking about like kids or, you know, the youth, youth league because they're more prone to making mistakes and the professional level people do that more often. They'll do those, they'll like do those dangerous things all the time. But it, when, initially when he passed out, it looked okay. I think the guy that received it, like you said, his back was to, towards the offense, was, you know, towards the way he was going. And so he didn't know who was there and he didn't control it very well. But I think, I think it wasn't as bad a mistake as people make it out to be. I just have to credit Oribe uh, because if you look, uh, Henry Martin was actually closer to that guy than Oribe, but Henry Martin was just jogging back. And Oribe, he ran. He, like, hustled and ran. And I didn't think he was going to get it. But the guy fumbled, and then he just – and then he took it away from him. So it, I don't think it was too horrible uh, uh, an idea, but it, it shouldn't have been done. And the guy didn't handle it properly. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was a, you know, that was just a, a bad uh, mistake from Corona. And then, and then I know, I know John even mentioned, I think during the, uh, I think he mentioned during the game or afterwards that, uh, his attempt to save that, that shot on goal <laughs> reminded him of the, uh, of his previous attempt against, uh, I forget what team, but when he like sort of halfway dived and pulled his hands back, I, I don't, I don't think that was the case. I think he full out extended and tried to, tried to stop it. Um, so I, I didn't see the, I didn't see the similarities, but. John did call it where he said the first leg was going to be a, a zero-zero tie. They were just going to feel each other out. They were going to be play conservative, and that's exactly what they did. And then the second leg, they were going to go go all out. And um, one thing that stood out to me was um, Piojo. I think Piojo did like a, a masterful job. He was the he was the better coach, specifically with where he put um, uh, Alvarez. He put him as like a, a contención, like in the midfield. And uh, didn't he? Didn't uh, JCO play him in the back line, like a like a central? Yeah, I don't, in, in the, I don't in the remember. World to be honest, I think it was in the in the World Cup. He played him either as a central or on the wing, and uh, he made some like bad mistakes in the World Cup. Uh, he did play good a few games, but like one 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 game he made a mistake. But he was just like dominant. And and the midfield, I think, is where America shined, and they didn't let Cruz Azul do anything. Like Cruz Azul's midfield didn't have any possession. Their their attempts to go forward were just long passes. Uh, they didn't have no midfield to sort of bring the ball up, and America took all control of it, and they had all the attacking uh, opportunities. I think Cruz Azul very had very few. So I think that's the midfield is where the whole tournament was won there for America. And Alvarez, of course, he got he got both of the goals, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He got the first and second. He did. He did. So huge game for him. Um, but yeah, I, I, it didn't look surprising the way Cruz Azul was doing. I think their midfield with uh, uh, the other Piojo, was it uh, Roberto Alvarez, Alvarado. Who's supposed to be a an up and comer? He didn't really, you know, take control of the offense as much for Cruz Azul, and then 
that Spanish dude, Mendez, <laughs> who looks sort of like Caraglio also. They had like the same slick back <laughs> hair. <dude. laughs> uh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't do too well. And then what's his name? Cauturucho Quemado. He was, uh, he was Quemado as usual. So yeah, hopefully, uh, they can get some, uh, get some new players. Orbelin is going over there to Cruz Azul. That, I think that could, that, that, that is actually might be just what they need. That guy in the midfield to, to play that role. They just need a, they just need another target. I think they need to get rid of, uh, uh, Cartucho. Yeah. Cartucho quemado. Um, Pelaez, cause, um, they did yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, Cruz Azul had a press conference and, uh, Pelaez had said that he was staying. <laughs> that Cartucho Quemado was staying. Uh, I don't, it would surprise me if he does, you know, um, but he, he might be relegated to less playing time because, uh, not only did Cruz Azul get Orbelin, but they also got, um, that Uruguayo from Santos. His name skips my mind. What? How could that be, Chiquis? Uh, Uruguayo from Santos. Oh, yeah. Uh, which one? Midfielder. I think he's he scored. No, he's a striker. He scored nine goals. He scored nine goals last season. Uh, you know, Furch took all the. He took all the camera. He took all the spotlight, but, but this guy, uh, I think it's Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Oh. And he, yeah, nine goals is, is pretty impressive. It's right up there with, with the goleadores. Um, so that's, yeah, Jonathan Rodriguez. See, I wasn't that far off. Um, so they, they got him and, and he's, you know, Nine goals. If you, you could score seven, if, if you're a, like an attacker, be an attacking midfielder or delantero, Liga MX, if you could score seven goals, that's a big boost to your team. Uh, obviously you need two other players scoring goals, but if, if one of your players is, is in that, you know, can, can get that number of goals for you, um, that's gonna, that's gonna help your team. That's, that's where Chivas was hurting, where they, their best goal scorer was Aldivar, who scored six, and they didn't have anyone that could score more. Usually you have one guy that's gonna hit the double digits, you know, maybe score anywhere between 11 or 13 goals. And they just haven't had that. In, in quite a while. Oh, the Chivas. Then Yeah, so. Okay. Uruguay. <laughs> they spelled the uh, medio, medio tiempo spelled uh, Uruguay wrong. <laughs> it's a slur. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So, uh, so they're getting, they're getting him then. 
They already got him. Okay, so that should be good for Cruz Azul. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't I don't think it was a... Well, it was sort of messed up how... How America scored off sort of a mistake, but... I don't think, I don't think there was a totally bad tournament for Cruz Azul. They got, uh, they got top of the, top, top of the league. They won Copa MX. They got to the final. So that's, that's. And I think they won the under 15, uh, you know, category yeah. as well. So yeah, they're, they're, Cruz Azul is, they're in a good spot. They're in a good spot. And I, I see them. For the next, next Torneo Clausura 2019, they should be favorites again. They should be favorites. They're already working. Already Pelaez, man, in that press conference, he was, you know, came out and he said, we're going to keep working and same objectives. They want the doblete. They want, they want it all, man. So I, I think, uh, uh, I think they're they're gonna once again be candidates, and I'm still expecting them to get maybe one more player. Who? Uh... Sound like a contratación bomba, you know. Uh, so I'm 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 expecting that it might not happen, but I'm still expecting Cruz Azul to probably bring one more player. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and America's opposite. They, I don't think they haven't announced anyone except that uh, Lainez could be going to Ajax. Uh, and then Edson Alvarez is wanted. They were saying Celtic, but I, I mean, do you really want to send them to the Scottish League? You know? Uh, you, could, you could maybe see that league as, you know... Kind of like trampoline into a a bigger Euro League, but if if I'm America, I'm, I would hold on to to my two top young starlets for at least two more years. Ulinas. Yeah, and that's on Alvarez. Why that's why wouldn't you wanna hold on? You know, these are guys that are have great potential and and can only get better. I mean. You know? Yeah, I would, I would agree. Hold uh, on to players like that. And, and um, especially, you know, because you were coming from an America that had lost a bit of its, um, how do you say it? You know, for a while they were, because, they, you know, they were just bringing extranjeros and, and they were kind of losing a bit of its essence because they hadn't had players like from, from, you could say the cuna, you know, like from the cantera, like, like yeah. Memo, like, like, um, Cuauhtémoc, these players that, that have been there and, and they feel the jersey and, and then for a while they were just, they were just, you know, switching up the team and, and, and just depending on, on all these foreign guys, they were just like mercenaries. And, and a lot of times that's what you want, you know, you, you want to have players from the cantera because they're the ones that, that for the most part are going to care more for the, for the jersey. You know, it's it's yeah. a bigger deal for them the, 
the you know the 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 rivalries and all that it's cuz they grew up on it not only watching it but playing them since the youth since the youth teams yeah i can i would i would, I would like that as well for them too to stay uh especially Edson Linus, I think if he can go to a if he can go to like a non like a, a bigger team than Ajax, I think he needs to go to a bigger team in Spain well, or someplace, and then then I would let him go. If not, then yeah, keep him for sure. Yeah, but I don't think he would play. I, you know what I mean? I think at America yeah. he could be a starter and and get as much playing time. Uh, and, and you go to some of those teams, it's going to be very difficult for him to. Just to get all that playing time. So that's why a lot of times it's better to just, like, the, un, unless the team really, like the coach will say, all right, you're, you're gonna be, you're gonna be a starter, you know? Yeah. But that's, that's, that was, we've seen it happen with some of the other players, young players, where they, they were very talented, but they struggled, um, to get the playing time. So, you know, Gio, Gio couldn't get playing time when he was younger. They kept sending him to second division teams. Uh, and, and then Bella as well. They, when he was at Arsenal, they, they moved him around quite a bit. So, I mean, why, why would you want that? You know, that, that a lot of times you don't get better like that. <laughs> you know, being journeyman, you know, a lot of times doesn't work out. Um, so you're yeah. better off being at a big team like America and and just playing a lot, you know. And and he and then when a team does want you, when a team sees you as as a key player, then leave and and you you will they you know you will be guaranteed to play, not just let's let's see how he does. Yeah, and I think I think if if they do end up. Uh, losing Linus, um, there shouldn't be any transfers in because their their team is stacked anyway. He he would he wouldn't start every single game, and even when he did, um, Cecilio is on the bench. Ibarguen is on the bench as well. Those two guys are like starter capable. Yeah, so they got they got well, people on the bench that could be starters for other teams. So they're, they're that is they, true. Yeah, at Edson Alvarez, I don't, I don't know if there's anyone that could replace him equally or, or be better than him off the bench, but, so he would be the, the main guy they would, they would, they would miss. But Lainez, they have plenty of replacements up top for, uh, and I guess is, is, uh, Oribe, is he staying or is he like retiring? That's the thing, uh, you know, even if he stays, he's, he's, uh, he's getting up there. Oribe and Henry Martin started in this in the second game of the final, and those are like the you got the old guy and then Henry Martin, the guy that disappears. He doesn't he doesn't do much. They, do they, still, they still won. Yeah, no, Peralta's Peralta's up there in age, um, but he's 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 an awesome player to have in your squad, even even you know, even though he's. He's at the twilight, even though he's at, you know, he's at the end of his career. Uh, did you see that clip of him motivating? I think it was at halftime. I'm not sure if it was at halftime or, or before the match, but he's, he's motivating the players. Yeah. 
Uh, did you a, did you see the clip? Um, it, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, he's <laughs> thirty. Yeah. If I can find it. Yeah, he's thirty four right now. I could see him maybe one, one more season. Uh, and and if you know, if I'm Ami, I keep him. If I'm America, I keep Peralta. Man, he's he's. He's just one of those players that you want. Yeah, and, and, and he's doing this as, as a bench player because he was already benched. He wasn't even, <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, he's a captain. Yeah, but, but it, it says a lot. It's, he's not yeah. being salty. He's being a team player and, and that's, you know, that's, that's really positive and helps, helps have a good locker room. You know, helps in a lot of aspects. Like so, I mean. Yeah, he's the opposite of, like, when you hear about the words, uh, diva. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's the total opposite of that. I mean, yeah. he's not going to be taking pictures like Pulido was, was like taking a video of, and everyone was like going off on him. And <laughs> Chivas yeah. came back, Chivas came back and defended him for like singing and, you know, with his glasses and having a good old time. Oribe is the person that's not usually on Instagram, like taking stylish pictures and stuff. He's the guy that does the hard work that rushes back, just like he did Henry Martin, which is standing there when Corona gave that pass out. But Oribe was the one that ran back. And stole that ball and made that goal happen. It was all on him. And that's, yeah, that's invaluable, man. If he's doing that at this age, he still needs to be, uh, respected at the club and <clears throat> that's great for him. He's yeah. like, he, when he, and I, apparently Aguilar is a co-captain. So whenever they, they, they held the cup, he even had him come up. Like they both did it. It wasn't just Oribe. Um, yeah. You know, holding up the cup, he had Aguilar with him. So he's just like a all around great guy. Yeah, he is. I, I would. I mean, I would. I would keep him. And, and this is, you know, and I'm saying this as someone that wanted Salcido to leave. <laughs> Salcido was such a great talent, but when he returned to Chivas, he he didn't even want he didn't even want the captain's armband. You know, oh, yeah. he just kind of wanted to play, but not not have much responsibilities. And then. um and then after a while, he didn't, he didn't even want to retire anymore. And, and it was clear that he was no longer at his best. And, and you know, he was one of the highest earners in the team. So it, it didn't make sense for a club that's struggling financially to keep a player that, that you know, he's, he's at this point, he's just hurting the team. It's costing a lot of money to keep him. He's, he's not playing at his best. And and he's keeping younger talent from from playing and and the, <laughs> I I see some complaints right now I, for you know some of that I've seen it it's just like the journalists they're just doing it to like pile on to like pile on the misery but it's like nah man he this this guy was already she was really can't hope to compete with 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 a player like that that's been. He just hasn't been at his best for for a long time. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't get. 
he didn't get great with age. <laughs> no, so and, he, and he didn't have that leadership, uh, the leadership skill like like that that Peralta it, it demonstrates. You know, like he, even if he's even if he's bench or whatever, he's still he's still like motivating all his teammates. Yeah. Salcido was pretty much, and you know what? He was, he also was getting into some scandals. Um, in, in, you know, some people already forgot, but he was, he was, you know. Monterrey. No, the, the TV I don't know your, it was, it was the TV Notas where, um, this, this lady boy, um, yeah. Sent the pictures that he was. Oh, okay. He was, yeah, he yeah. Was, yeah, he sent it some. <laughs> he's sending this. <laughs> he's, he sent a picture of his twig and berries to, uh, to a trance and, uh, I don't know, man. What's this guy's doing? You think he's playing and he's, he's been involved in all type of scandals. Uh, but he's no longer like selection material. He's, he's no longer like popular. So, you know, the news outlets didn't really like pick the, you know, they, they just talked about it for one day and then they, they dropped it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's got some issues. Yeah. No, but see, and it's like, well, what's the big deal, you know, but, but you have a team like Chivas where, where the whole party atmosphere has been a big deal. You don't want one of your leaders to be to be, you know, wrapped up in that. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, it's like, oh man, this, you're not making things better. Supposedly, they they already had a, there was like a meeting because Chivas has the new sporting director, uh, the Mariano, um, is it Mariano Varela? But he, he was, you know, they were talking about, they were talking about, uh, the new rules for, for Chivas. And, and that was one of the reasons why they've been cleaning house, you know? It's, it's part of like trying to get the team more focused on, on competing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't see, uh, like if we're gonna go off onto the Chivas. Talk. I don't see too much improvement from there. I think uh, when you think of a lot of players, I, I initially think, okay, Chivas ruined this player and Chivas ruined that player. No, come on. Man. That's also <laughs> well, they, they, they go to Chivas and then they, you know, they don't end up amounting to much. No, like the height fizzles. No, but a lot of these guys won. Yeah, but these guys won tournaments. I would say you could ruin. Like, like a lot of these guys not only got call-ups to the national team, uh, they won, they won some competitions, you know. It would have been different if, if you went and you wouldn't get called up and you wouldn't win anything and you had like some of your worst season. Uh, I do think some of them haven't done as good because it's just that whole party, party vibe that, that has been going on over there. Uh, but, but yeah, it was right. It was Mariano Varela. Uh, so he's talking about a new rule 
So starting December 26th when the team meets up again. Yeah. Okay. So before before the Chivas, I guess, let's go. Uh, so America's won, the, what is it, the 13th title? And they surpassed Chivas. Do you want to talk about they, your uh, they... thoughts? <laughs> you want to talk no, about your thoughts? thoughts. <laughs> no, this, this is not my thoughts, Chiquis. This, this is facts. Okay, wait, these hold on. Fa- these, these are these are facts. I think Sergio is on the on the uh, on the Sergio, chat. And, uh, we Sergio should just bring him in. Why. We we <laughs> should just bring him in. I, yeah, this, does, this, this, does Serge this, have uh, what is it? Google Hangouts. Uh, hangouts, and and you you uh, we, we bring you right right in, man. Yeah, because he's a, he's an Americanista, right? And he wants he, he wants to know all about what you're going to talk about this uh, oh. team titles. I'm sure he oh, wants, I'm okay. sure he's interested. <laughs> he, I am. It, it doesn't get talked a lot, but I, I've done a lot of investigating. Proper, proper investigating. I, I got, I got some, uh, it's irrefutable. <laughs> so, so basically it's, it's, and it's, and then, you know, just to, just to be clear, it's not just America because Cruz Azul and Monterrey also I also did the same thing, and that's uh, Liga MX did the side tournaments, and then they later said, "Well, you know what? We're gonna count it as a league championship." And and it's so so basically, Prodes uh, Prodes eighty five. So that's that's because uh, Mexico was gonna host the World Cup, nineteen eighty six World Cup, and they had suspended the league. They said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna." Give a year to the seleccionados to to concentrate and and you know to be ready and um, so they were gonna suspend the league for that that you know and then um, pronósticos deportivos so that's when you know a lot of people won't won't even know what prode is you you tell them what's prode they they don't know a, a lot of fans a lot of Mexico fans I, I, but but that's it's it's pronósticos deportivos. And, and pronostico is like the lottery. And, and so they sponsored a tournament. They told the league, let, let us sponsor a tournament. We're gonna, we're gonna give a prize money and, and, um, <clears throat> gonna call it championship pro the 85. That's, that's, that was a tournament. And it was, it was a, it was like, a they divided, they divided the teams into five groups. Uh, yeah, five groups of five, and you only you only cool. played the team in your group. Oh. That's it. You you so you only played eight games. So that was like the regular season was like eight games, and then you went into a liguilla, and then you won, and and then um, so that's that's more a cup tournament. How how is that a league? You know, a league you play at least every team at least once. That you only played for. Five teams, four teams. So, anyways, he, here's like my irrefutable, and and you guys could could Google this. Um, the league, the league, um, they made a separate cup for Prode. So, if you could Google, you could put Trofeo Prode '85, and it's not the same trophy as the as the Mexican League trophy, the one that. that Still stayed in use up until recently when they when they switched it up for the for the Liga MX the uh, 
you know, the little cup yeah. they have now. The, the other one looked better, man. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys remember. It looked like a Stanley Cup. It looked like it was huge. Yeah. No, this this is like a really small, pretty faggy trophy, man. You, oh, <laughs> it's just it's like only one person can hold it and start bumping heads trying to like get to it. But but anyways, um, that that dude. That tells you everything. Like, why would if it's the league, why would they do a separate trophy? It makes no sense. But but that's that's around the time that uh, you know the the league wanted to to switch it up and go into to switch up their format because they had they had the old the old format which was. You know, like like in Spain and England, where it was like, just you just played each other twice and points, campeón. But uh, the league was looking more into they wanted to do more like, kind of like in the U.S., where you had like a league and then playoffs. So that's that's my thing. You you twelve titles and one prode. You you've caught up to Chivas, man. But in league. But but you know, I, I must still admit it though, man. Uh, America's still overall more successful team, more international tournaments, more copas, more more everything. Not not taking anything away from that. The Interamericanas, all that. He, I ain't nothing to say about that. But the probably come on, man. No. no okay. It, well, it, the name says it right there, dude. It's even in the name. I guess we could say that. Had the World Cup not happened and they didn't suspend the the league, America won the eighty four eighty five. They won eighty three eighty four, and then they won eighty seven eighty eight. Yeah. So you could conceivably say that had there been a regular tournament in eighty five eighty six, America would most likely win. Well, favorites. <laughs> Honestly, they would be favorites. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's no, I'm they not disputing team. that. They had, yeah, they had your, was... they had your, they had your boy, uh, Pelais. He actually scored Who? two goals in the, uh, oh, yeah, Ricardo yeah. Pelais. Yes. He, he, oh, he actually scored one goal. He, he was a scored youth. one goal. Sage, they had Sage too. And the Prode, and the Prode, he scored one goal to beat Tampico Madero. But, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look who they were playing, man. Look, <laughs> team well, there, there no team, more. <laughs> other other teams were there, though, man. Okay, well, check no, out Tampico but, but, Madero beat Cruz Azul, Puebla beat I know. Uh, Chivas, and then Puebla lost to Tampico. No, well, that's the that's the thing with with the other one where it it since it wasn't it wasn't seen as an official tournament, a lot of clubs didn't take it serious, and and you know it even reflected to. A lot of the fans were, weren't even going to the games. And then a lot of teams, because the other thing that they did was like, uh, there's not going to be relegation. They said there, there won't be relegation. So you don't have to worry because it's not, it's not a regular league title. I mean, a, a regular league campeonato. So this, this isn't going to count for relegation. And a lot of teams just went with their youth. See if they could find, you know, more players. Hold on a second, though, man. I'm gonna, 
I'm gonna contest your argument here. Oh, you. <laughs> Tampico, Tampico played America in the final. Yeah. In, Tam- in Tamaulipas with 40,000 40, spectators. Yeah, and but that's the final. In the Estadio Azteca, 30,000. You're, you're talking about the final, though, Chiquis. Go, go to regular, to the group, right. to the regular right group games, and, and you're not going to see that. You're not going to get those numbers, Chiquis. Oh, jeez, I can't get numbers of the final, like the, the 84-85 final. I want to see this, the attendance numbers for that. The, the, the guy that has them is uh is Ron in the Citadel, but yeah. he's going to claim not to be able to find. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he doesn't want to. That's Stencia. Let me see if I can Google it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, a lot of that you have to, you have to go to like old magazines and, and old newspaper. It's, it's pretty hard. Uh, you're not going to find much info. Like not, not many sites archived, archive that type of stuff. I say Ron, Ron, who rarely comes on here, but he has, he has extensive collection of all that, you know, of a lot of these books that, from back then, we're keeping track. We're keeping track of like, you know, of, of the of the older tournaments and 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 the stadium and and how many people went and all that. Yeah. So wasn't he supposed to be on right now? Uh, Ronald is in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And and did Search have uh, his Google Hangout? I message Serge. He, he might have disconnected because he's not uh, he, replying on the chat. He's not replying. He, so. he, he got triggered with what I said. Yeah, he oh. didn't like the brother. He didn't like the asterisks. <laughs> he didn't like oh. the asterisks. But, it, uh, you know, and, and they all have to list it. Uh, as well and, and Monterrey. When when you see the campeonatos, it it's always gets listed instead of just having the the year, you know, of the league. In uh, in Wikipedia, it doesn't show Prode for Cruz Azul. No, no, uh, it was just called Prode in '85, and then oh. it was Mexico, Mexico, oh, Mexico '70. Yeah, yeah, okay. in Mexico '86. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I see it for Cruz Azul. Oh, Mexico '86, Monterrey. Okay. And Asterix. Okay, so the Chivas fan comes out in you. The, Ch- <laughs> the Chivas, the Chivas fan comes out in this. Situation. It's not just Chivas fan, because, because, hey, man, you, you've <laughs> seen how my hermanos treat me on Twitter, man. They don't, yeah. they don't like when I speak the truth. They, they, get, they get triggered. They get triggered. Uh, which is, which is, um, the Chivas is, I, I've been telling them for a long time, they don't have money. People, People keep thinking Chivas has all this money and, and they tell me how Chivas gets the most from TV deals and sponsorships. And it's like, well, yeah, even if they do, they still spend a lot. So I'll give you gentlemen an example. Um, for example, uh, Akron, Akron is the, is the main sponsor of the stadium. 
So they sponsored the stadium name and also at the bottom of the jersey. And um, so so for that, they paid Chivas $20 million for 10 years. That's, that's about $2 million a year, you know, $20 million for 10 years. Uh, and that's, that's like their top, their top sponsor. Um, if we, if we look at like the Pulido, the Pulido's signing, he cost anywhere between 17 and 18 million just, just to sign him. And his wages are at about 2 million a year. So, you know, he has like a four year contract. That's like 8 million more. So, I mean, <laughs> you get those 20 million, which I don't think they got like that. They're already, you know, spent. Tell that money got there. It's it's already, it's already going to the bank to pay for, for wages and to pay for, you know, because they borrowed. A, a lot of times it's like, well, if they don't have money, you know, this is what Prophet Cambia was telling me. She doesn't have money. How how do they keep bringing in all these stores? I was like, well, because you borrow. You know, you go to the banks and you borrow money. And uh, so that's that's Chivas right now, man. No money, and you have um, the former GM who's the uh, Anda, and he's man. He's been dropping some some truth bombs recently, and and he knows what's up because he was he was working with Chivas, and even he says how when he arrived, he was not expecting the club to not have any money in the. He's like like. He was saying like we were going to transfers and they basically told me there's there's no money, man, you know? Like whatever the cheapest you could find, bring that. If you you know whatever you find in the bargain bin, the damaged goods, would get that, you know, because we don't have there's no money left. Well they don't they get a little bit back from their transfers. No, I'm saying yeah, but 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 they owed a lot of money, and and a lot of the money they owed was uh, for two things. One was Angelica, who was Vergara's uh, former wife or yeah. who, ex-wife, and she stole a lot of money from from the you know from the they had Chivas and they had the Fundación. They had a you know just. From the company, which was OmniLife, which is the parent company, and then they had the Fundación Chiva, Chiva something. I forgot what it was called. Um, and yeah, she, she, she misappropriated a lot of funds, and then building the stadium as well, building the the OmniLife. You know, to me, I think Chivas didn't need the stadium. You know, it's nice to have it. It's good, but I don't think it was a necessity. I would have concentrated in, in putting that money and having a really competitive squad. But the stadium, which I'm not even sure up until like a year, I was still reading about how they were still trying to pay and how they had borrowed from Slim. And that, that's when you had all these like rumors that Slim was going to buy the club because uh, they owed him all this money because he helped finance that you know for the stadium yeah well they did well they were able to bring in a, they did concentrate on their players a little bit I mean they brought in all the, the Pizarro they brought in they did 
Pulido, Orbelin, they got the championships out of it, and then I guess now they're uh, well, they but overextended the, themselves, but, I guess. But the whole and the whole Chivas TV thing ended up costing the club money because they tried to like they they you know they went for this play where they were like, okay, if we pull off from TV and we go to we do our streaming service, uh, someone's gonna come calling and we're gonna we should be able to make even more. You know, we 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 should be able to land an even bigger TV deal, and so they go to streaming and and the streaming service is a mess. You know, uh, they didn't get nowhere near the numbers they thought they were gonna get. They have, I think, I think they had about a hundred fifty thousand paid subscribers. A hundred fifty thousand is, you know, you're you're talking about Chivas that in. They were averaging 11 million on on television in open air in Mexico, so you go from 11 million to 150. I mean, what you know, any sponsor that's paying you to have, uh, you know, whatever on your jersey on the stadium, they're not paying you so 150 thousand people could see it. You know, they mm-hmm. they want those 11 million, and that's that's uh they that's why Bimbo ended up suing Chivas. Bimbo Chivas for twenty million because they're like, hey, we, you know, our advertisement was for TV and and you have eleven million, and Chivas had to settle out of court. I'm not sure what ended up happening, uh, but that was part of the big reason that Chivas ended up uh, renovating with Univision, and then they went to TDN, and TDN is is owned by Televisa, but they're they're cable, so. The reach is six million now. It's not eleven; it's six. So I mean, so if you're a sponsor now, you're, you're paying less, you know, because you're no longer getting that eleven million reach. You have six, so a lot of those, a lot of those, uh, the prices just went down. Yeah. Oh, Sergio says, you want drunk commentary? Drunk commentary? <laughs> I need a beer, though. I need I need so we could both be drunk commentary. I, I know I want Sergio to come in to to get on his uh, Google Hangouts and, and join us live. Let me see if... Uh, is he in one of our chats? Let me... Is he even in our... I don't think he's in our chat, is he? No, he he don't tweet, and and I rarely see search tweeting. I see him sometimes. Sometimes. Let me see, let me tell him to uh, DM me my uh, or his email if he wants to join. <clears throat> Yeah, because we we wanted to give the podium to a to a Nami fan to celebrate, but they couldn't make it. The ones we invited, search is the last hope, right here. Even though you you do have a full six months of bragging rights. Yeah, and I say uh, I say I say let Piojo stay, and uh, and and do do the doblete. They, they can go for another one. I, I, I think a lot of Americanistas owe Piojo an apology. They they had lost faith. And I read I read the comments. I read, <laughs> I read the comments. 
they wanted him gone. You know, they were talking about. I forgot who they were talking about. I think someone mentioned, but but, you know, and and Piojo delivered, man. He he delivered twice. He 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 what he did to Pumas, man. Katang. That's uh, <laughs> that was brutal, and and then, you know, he piled on the misery to Cruz Azul, and you know, he kept he kept the, you know, the patronat. How you say it? It's, it's, it's su papa. Yeah, paternidad. There you go. <laughs> he he was like, uh, what is that show? When when they do the DNA, <laughs> he was the father. <laughs> you are the father, Mari Mari Povich. Yeah, man, he's a straight Mari Povich. America, <laughs> the, the results say you are the father. Um, <laughs> it's it's right here. They start dancing because because you know how you, the dude will usually dance if it says you're not the father, and he'll do like a happy dance. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he starts pop locking. Yeah, yeah, man. Um gotta see what's in store for Ahmed, but I wanna hear from from a uh, Ahmed fan. And uh but the league that. league was already cheeky, the league's already starting and the calendario was already it's already out. It's already out, so I I want to wait for Yon to be here, and we could do like a whole pronósticos. We could do our own pronósticos deportivos. We could, <laughs> we could do our prode. Um, I have the ones from last time we did. Oh, oh. you still our have them? Our predictions. Yeah. Which uh. I think uh let me let me bring them up real quick once I shoot this off. Liga MX winners. Joel said Tigres. And you said it would oh, be yeah. a classical classical Yeah, you final. you changed my mind. You you changed my mind, Chiquis, because I remember I said Cruz Azul and then you oh, told shoot. me that and then you told me that um you told me that that Pizarro went to Monterrey, and I was like, "Oh goddamn, you're right." And then yeah. I, I changed it. I said, "I could see a Monterrey final," which hey, it was it could have happened, you know. Yeah. Monterrey was up there, and uh, I Tigres had Tigres up until this time, they pretty much were dominating the Apertura. That's like their last what three campeonatos. Or the last four aperturas, they had competed in, in the campeonato. So it's, it's yeah, it wasn't terribly off. It wasn't terribly off. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I had, I had Monterrey. Dan you actually said, Dan got the closest. He said, America, maybe Cruz Azul. So mm. he had both finalists. Yeah. And John and, John and Juan had, uh, Cruz Azul. Nice, nice. I was in the Cruz Azul boat. I, I won't listen to you no more, Chiquis. <laughs> yeah. Cruz Azul did make the final, though. Um, 
which is, yeah. And the Liga Mix failure, he said Santos. I said America. Which Wait, <laughs> I said Santos? God dang. Yeah. I've never been more wrong. Are you sure so you're they, they, me? They, Check this. <laughs> I, I, think so, I think so, unless I missed, missed time. Well, they, they're surprised, though, because, uh, I mean, we were surprised all season. That's what they did. Furch, Furch was the main guy. They just lost uh, Giannini and... Uh, That's right. They lost the core of their team. Izquierdos yeah. and Araujo. So we overestimated their loss, their, their loss of players. They, yeah, still had and a, they, they still had a good core. And then at the start of the season, uh, the coach, the coach got fired over a oh, locker yeah. room dispute. Yeah, the yeah. coach that made them champions. Siboldi? Uh, Uruguayo. Yeah, Robert Dante Siboldi. Uh, you know, something happened. He got like, I think he got in a fight with Furch or something like that. And the uh, directiva backed up Furchazo and, and Siboldi was, who knows what happened, man? I think that's one of the something... defenders. We we talked about it. It was one of the defender. Uh, I forget the name. Oh, um, he got he got benched and he got mad and and they were. Oh, that's right, that's right. Not that it was. Why 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 am I saying Furch? <laughs> I forget his name though. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, so Santos, I guess I, I you know, messed up and got America. The only thing I, that I would say about America was they they got beat by Juarez in Copa MX. So that was, sort of, that was sort of a failure, but they they true they made up for it in the league. So yeah, and, and then at the and at the start of the season, um, um, Piojo seemed more interested in in getting that selection job. Yeah, yeah. John said Monterrey would fail, and Juan Juan took the easy route and said Atlas. Oh and man, the... Atlas always fails. That's that's yeah, that is the easy route. But the surprise team, uh, you said Querétaro. Yes. Uh, I said Pumas. John said Pumas, and Juan said Chivas. Uh, Juan said <laughs> Juan said Chivas will make Liguilla finish fourth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, them fields. Uh, but I think we were both right because Pumas did way better than people expected, and they did get pretty far. I do think they were surprised, but also Querétaro because they were a modest team, you know, and just yeah. to make the playoffs was big for them. Yeah, so they... Hold on a second. Where was Querétaro? Oh, yeah, they're right. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, they did. Uh, they made it up there. So, and it was it was a tight squeeze to get into the eighth spot. Uh, for surprise, I think John and I did uh, did good on choosing Pumas because they didn't have the. It seemed like they didn't have the team to do very well, but ended up getting third place in the league. And actually doing pretty. They beat the. They knocked off Tigres, and then of course got destroyed by America. But yeah, 
so continuing on, I guess uh, that was the final. That was the pro day. Um, now we're getting into the, now we're getting now we're getting into the start of the new league, and uh, transfers have been happening on the Chivas side. Orbelin leaves. Yeah, uh, Alexis Vega. Yeah, the Cruz Azul. So that's I think that's good. Alexis Vega arrives at Chivas, and I think just another today, just now, some other guy just is going to Chivas also. Madrigal, they got a striker, yeah. which it's it's. I I don't know, man. I'm a bit upset, Chiquis. I'm a bit upset oh, because yeah. what they sent Saldivar to Monterrey. And Monterrey sent Madrigal to Chivas. Uh, Madrigal is on loan with an option to buy. Uh, Saldivar is not. And that's, that usually means you, you just have, he's going to be a French player, you know? Yeah. Like, Monterrey's not going to use a player that they're not going to have at the end of the season. Uh, the only way they'll use him is if like, if, if they absolutely have to for injuries or whatever, uh, he's going to be their Copa MX starter. But, but, uh, Madrigal had only played eight games with Monterrey last season. Uh, he scored three goals in league and three goals in Copa MX. But the, the important ones are in league. Three, it's, it's three is not, you know, not, not, no bueno. Um, Saldivar had scored six goals, uh, which, you know, I, I think it was his best season. Before that, he had scored five and four. I mean, he's, he's 24 years old right now, which, which is, he should be doing better, but, but you could see, you could see him, uh, progressing. And, and one of the, one of the good things is that, since Clausura 2016, he had been playing 15 plus games per season. So, you know, you, you have that, you have, you could say, you could call it proceso. Uh, and, and the season before, which, which I would say is important to note, the previous season, he only, he had gotten injured. So he, he didn't really get to play. He only played like three games. Uh, so, so for him to, to come back and then, Score those six goals, and and when the team was dismantled, you know, some of the top players were gone, like Gallito and and Pizarro, and and you know morale was low. For him to have that good season, it, to me, it, it you know sparked some hope. And I was thinking, okay, now they're bringing in some other players like like Villapando and and you know these other dudes that might uh they might get Jesus Molina. You know, might make it easier for him, probably with Vega up there. Um, if if he could, if he could average five goals, that's good. Uh, and then if he has a really good season, he would be scoring around nine goals. And that that would be really good. But you know, that's just not gonna happen anymore. Now he's sent to Monterrey, where he's is back to you know. Back to he might play like the eight games or less, and and why I don't know why would you do that, you know? Now Chivas has to hope that that Madrigal guy has like a, you know, breakthrough season or like a really good season. But 
even I see that guy as also being benched. Well, he's got to he's got to compete with Vega and Pulido. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't say compete because he's, you know, Pulido. The team owns him, and he's one of the top earners. So you kind of have to pay, play him, you know. <laughs> Especially if you're hoping to get rid of him and sell him. Uh, and Vega, they they paid a lot of money for Vega. Vega has to play. You're not gonna pay all that money to bench him for a player that's on loan. <clears throat> so those guys have to play. They're just yeah. So he's gonna no compete with uh, Godin- Godinez. Yeah, Godinez and uh, Cisneros. And I actually like Godinez how he plays, and uh, he just didn't get too many opportunities. No, so no, he and might then, get, he might get more now because well, who knows? Yeah, and Chivas sent their upstart, which was Macias. So Macias is Chivas' top prospect. That's uh, that's Chivas' equivalent of Linus. And they send him out. You know, they send him to uh, to Leon on loan. Uh, he's just on loan, though. Some people thought it was option to buy, which would have been kind of disappointing. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, it would have been better to have. Like I would have much rather have the um, Macias kid than Madrigal, you know. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know that that whole that one move to me is very weird. I don't. I don't get it. You know. I don't know. If Saldivar pissed some people off. I don't, I don't know what happened, but that's just too much time to spend on someone to just you know give them the boot like that. Correcto. I just sent an invite to Serge. Yeah, well, put it there, pinch of Serge. <laughs> Let's see if he comes up. Um, I want to see him if, if he's he seen, uh, if he's seen the Pro de Cup. The, the unholy right. Pro de Cup. So another uh, another Chivas talk or another issue was the uh, I don't know if we've talked about it since I don't even know when it happened. Was it the Club's World Cup? Yeah, the <laughs> the Club <laughs> <laughs> the Club World Cup. Uh, yeah, people Castle. forgot. People <laughs> forgot about it already. <laughs> they blocked it. I, they blocked it out of memory. No, even the media. I mean, it's, it was fun for that day, but then, yeah, nobody cares. And I was talking to to some, you know, some of my chi hermanos because they're saying all oh, the big embarrassment. And I was like, okay, name me three. Just name me three other, you know, can you name me three, three other clubs that have been embarrassed out of the club's World Cup, you know, because there's been a lot that's been knocked out. And they couldn't name me one. You know, I should have said just one. People forget about that, man. It's it's you play one game. It's it's not like you're playing a tournament. You know. What was the question again? Name the last Mexican team that was embarrassed. Yeah, they was embarrassed. Yeah, against who? I mean, who did they lose to? You know, Pachuca. 
No, no, mira, pero who, who did they lose to? Pachuca, Pachuca lost to Alata Aliati or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then America, America lost to Barcelona. They got blown out, right? Oh, that's this, but come on, Barcelona. <laughs> the one when they lost to Queen, the Chinese team, Queen Gasu. But I wouldn't consider that a humiliation because that, that Chinese team was stacked. They had, they had the uh, Brazilian former World Cup winning coach, you know, uh, the head coach also Portugal, Big Phil, Felipe Scolari, and they had like some former, they had like three or four former Brazilian uh, internationals. I mean, that team was pretty, had some talented, you know. <clears throat> so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider that, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it got a little blown out of proportion. I saw some other people saying how, because, because also River Plate lost, you know, they also lost in penalties. And they were saying how like, oh, this just shows how bad, you know, how bad, uh, how bad the tournaments are and like, um, or how poor the competition is, they were saying in, in, like in Latin America. And it's like, uh, no, no recontramamen, you know, uh, when, when you want to know when, when the Asia, you know, when, when they catch up is when they have the same number of talented players in, in the top teams in, in Europe, you know? Yeah. Cause, cause there's still just the number of talent coming out of like South America is, it's insane. And then when you look at, like, look at a lot of the Champions League games. Look at all these teams, and, and they're just filled with with Brazilians and Argentines. I mean, just because River played last one game to some Saudi Arabian team doesn't mean that all of a sudden they're on par, you know? I mean, we wouldn't be saying that, you know, if if Chivas had been in Real Madrid. We would, you know, we wouldn't be saying that. And, and you know, if this Chivas team that went... Wasn't even a top eight Liga MX team. Well, it hasn't even been top eight for what the past year. So, so like that's the wrong team to uh, to use as a you know measuring measuring stick. But but you know, casi nunca les ha ido bien because it's it's all this other stuff that adds up. It's it's like in the preseason they have to. Travel like a twenty-hour flight. Yeah. I, I I think a lot of times, you know, the teams or whatever they're just not into it. They're just cumpliendo el compromiso, you know. It's almost like they're forced to play it. And and there was talk of like they were gonna get rid of that tournament. Uh, this might be the last one. Oh. Yeah, not, and even though, I mean, I joke around it with uh, Stray Goat, but uh, oh, let, me, let me actually send him this. Uh, but it is true that the, the Chivas team that won the title um, wasn't the same. Their coach wasn't the same. The players weren't the same. Pizarro wasn't there, so... 
I'm trying to send this uh, Google Hangout link. See if Surge can link up. But uh, yeah, so America did, um, it was 2016, America actually beat a Japanese team, Jeonbuk Hyundai Motors, and then they lost, <laughs> and then they lost to Real Madrid 2-0. That wasn't too bad, but, and then they went to third place and lost Hyundai to Motors. Nacional in, in uh, penalties. Tigres, man, didn't Tigres score like three times? I don't even remember any of their scores. Tigres in the Club World Cup? Yeah. Shoot, I don't see them here. Or was it Monterrey? Monterrey did on um, 2000, or no, Pachuca did 2017. This is a... Uh, America again. Okay, this time America in 2015, America went and they lost. <laughs> they lost to Guangzhou Evergrande, yeah, China. The, that was a Chinese team. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about with Felipe Pauli. Yeah, that Paulinho. team was stacked, man. That was, that's, that was, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't. That was a that was, team. that was, that was like Scooby Doo where, where they take off the mask and it's someone else. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's you know it's a, you you take the mask from the from the Chinese player, and it's like a, a Brasileño, some black dude. <laughs> <laughs> Paulinho, he scored a. He scored it was a Paulinho last all along, huh? Yeah, Paulinho. Yeah, and then, <laughs> he ended up going to what to Barcelona for like what thirty million. Uh-huh. Yeah, they paid like thirty or forty million. Oh yeah, that's right. Barcelona, two thousand seventeen. Basically, he, he was on, lo- he's on loan. Squad. He went back on loan again, so he's back there in China. Yeah, he returned. Um, he he returned. But he played the that World was... Cup. Yeah. So yeah, he was like he a, have, he's a main dude. He must have been getting bank over there, man. He's getting uh, you know, boats and hose, everything. He's. <laughs> I'm going back. Well, he's, in 2018, so far he scored 13 goals over there. Uh, he scored nine for Barcelona in 2017. So yeah, that dude, he's a goal scorer. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you know what? They sold him back for fifty million. There you go. Who else was on that team? Oh. Oh. Yeah, so they had yeah, they had bought him for like thirty or forty. That's crazy. Yeah, it it, it looks like that. Yeah, it was forty. Forty million euros. That's yeah, you could buy the whole America plantel with that money from 2015, man. See, like, they couldn't suit teams. They were ringers, dude. It was, they had yeah. the World Cup ringers right there, man. Like, right now, right now, they have, I mean, they're all Chinese except three. Three Brazilians. 
Alan, Paulinho, and Ricardo Goulart are the three Brazilians they have. Actually, they have a fourth one on the bench. Talisca. So, yeah. Scooby-Doo effect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I remember seeing that. It was like, wow. Might be some technical difficulties. Okay, la. If he's not connecting still. I sent him the link directly, so that usually works. Yeah, so Chivas comes back. Uh, no big deal. Uh, Pulido starts uh, posting Instagram stories, and people make fun of him. And then Chivas' Twitter account uh, goes to defense, goes on the defensive. Goes too, too much Chivas talk, though, Chiquis. What, what do you see yeah. Pumas doing? What do you see Pumas doing to uh, <clears throat> to improve on their season, man? I haven't they, heard they anything transfer-wise. I think even though like uh, Barrera uh, had an okay season, they need to get rid of like they need to get rid of the the weaknesses. They, they had some good players up front with. Uh, his name Gonzalez. Gonzalo? Yeah, Gonzalo. No. Uh... Oh. Oh, there. I th- there I we think go. He's here. His search is finally at the cantina. Hey, what's up, guys? I, it took I've me been... a while. I know, man. It out, but... it, it's been over yeah. a year. I. I... <laughs> we've Has been. Really? We've been. No, no, no. That you know, I said a long time ago. I'm gonna bring search. To the cantina, you know, and and we lag it. We're just Mexican <laughs> like that, man. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, I, you know, I I I've missed the last couple minutes of what you were talking about. I was trying to set this whole thing up. Oh. So, what, what were you I'm talking gonna, about? I'm gonna repeat my joke, man. I was <laughs> we were talking about fracasos in uh, clubs World Cup. Oh, okay. And and then uh, I, was, I was saying how a lot of people will forget, you know, of the teams that went, who they lost to. I'm like, right. at first when you lose, yeah, the, the, you get made fun of and everyone says how oh, it's a fracaso, blah, blah. Two years down the line, you ask someone and they're like, they're not going to remember, you know. If, if you ask um, some of these clubs that have gone, you're not going to remember. And, and I was telling Chiquis, the, the one, the one, the one team I remember was when America lost to the Chinese team, Kuingasu, and I was telling them how it, I don't consider it a fracaso because it, it was like it was like a it was like a Brazilian B team, man. I was telling them it was like Scooby Doo when you pull the mask, and it's 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 it's, it's, it's old man Paulinho. <laughs> had to be that that's kind of how it was because uh, yeah, dude, that the Paulinho was in that team, and then Barcelona bought him a bit later for forty million. But they had, you know, Felipe Scolari and, and a couple other guys. Um, I think Robinho, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But, yeah, they, they had a few. had some talented dudes right there, man. That was, that was like, 
you know? Yeah, to be honest, I mean, I don't even, I don't remember that team. <laughs> so, like, just kind of goes to your point, right? Where it's, if you, yeah. if you ask somebody, like, who did these teams lose to? I don't even remember that team. Like, I remember we lost to, you know, I remember we lost to, like, an Asian team, but I don't recall the players. So, I don't remember who Pachuca lost to or any other team that went to that tournament lost to. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that tournament, it's it's it can be an inconvenience. I, I'm not making excuses for Chivas Fracaso. I, I was, we had talked about it here before even John, even John was saying that, how Chivas wasn't even favorites. Um, and, and it's, it's just, you know, the media needs to have something to talk about. Right. And it, it provided, it provided some lulls. So it was, it served this point, I guess. Um, Oh, what's that? Yeah, someone's there. <laughs> I thought that was Serge. The audio bad. It's, it's, it's Pulido. It's Pulido's. Uh, oh, that's Pulido's song? You, you asked Pulido what? who he was lost he on... to, and he, he wouldn't know. He wouldn't remember. Was he on <laughs> and TikTok? And it's been a week. It, it sounded like he was on. Have you seen that app, TikTok? Oh, no, it's oh, the. It's the Instagram stories. Oh, but there's a, there's like a new one. It's like where they do stuff like that. If if for kids though, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Just you might know, chickies. You have, you have teens. Pregunta uh, Lizzie. Pregunta. Came about TikTok. TikTok. I don't recall. I know. So, uh, yes. I mean, I guess just to keep on the. Uh, the uh, topic of the uh, Club World Cup. I know on the boards, like, people were kind of losing, you know, kind of like their heads were exploding because Chivas crashed out. And it's like, <laughs> it doesn't really, like, this doesn't really reflect, this one tournament doesn't really reflect what the quality of the league is or, or, any, or any of that, you know what I mean? And it's like, people on the boards are just kind of losing their shit. It's, yeah, you know, I, I saw. It, people think that the league is regressing because they can't beat a team from whatever country Atlas is from. So, it's like, no, man, that's like that's that's not what it is. Yeah, what, and and the other thing is, Chivas is not even top eight. They haven't been top eight for like over a year now. <laughs> so you really right. can't use Chivas to you know as the league. Um, but but like River played last as well. You know, River yeah, played I'm, lost, and and yeah, I'm not gonna say that. that trash. Yeah, or that, or that, like like Saudi Arabia's catching up, you know, right. just because they won a game. That's like you know they're catching up when they're selling as many players abroad, and you see all these players, you know, in in the different leagues that are at like high level, like like Mo Salah. And, and they're up there, man, kicking ass. But they're they're very similar to like Mexico, where you'll have one or two that do really good, right? And then a, a few others sprinkle around. But but, Serge, we want to hear about about this campeonato, man, because I, it's you know, 
it's, it's Americanista's time to gloat. They have six six months of uh, bragging rights. Did did you believe in Piojo all along, or were you in the Puerta Piojo boat? Nah, man, I was never on the uh, Puerta Piojo boat. <laughs> I mean, the guy, the guys have. I mean, he has two titles, but he's had success in the league. Right, he's taken teams to to the finals. He took America to the semifinal last season. So it's not like this guy has, like, you know, crap seasons. Like, the guy's, he's had success in, in the league. Maybe the titles, like, the number of titles don't, probably don't reflect that. But the teams that he has gone to, you know, he's done well. He's done well there. Yeah, he he uh when he was at, at when he was with Cholos, he had them atop the table. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's no easy task. Yeah, yeah, they were like a first place TJ had a first place team even when he first started in Atlanta. I mean, he made them like pretty competitive. So I mean, the guy for all the hate he gets and all the criticism he gets and you know, some of it could be valid just because, you know, he'll run his mouth, but you can't argue with the results, right? Like every team he's gone to, they've they've done relatively well. Yeah, he's very consistent, and it still surprises me because uh, he hasn't been sacked for a long time. Where you said he was so bad that they let him go, right? Um, you know, he he left America because the, he went to the selección, uh, and he wasn't, he wasn't sacked from the Mexican league no. or uh, the national team because of results. No, no, it was it was for fights, uh, and then and same with with uh, Cholos, he left because America came calling, and that's you know he 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 let Cholos know that they were the side chick. He's like, <laughs> America opens up, I'm leaving, and Cholos was like, okay, you know, all right, <laughs> he's they were cool with that. Um, he's he's like he's a personality though because it's not. It's, he's like Tuca in that it's not an easy guy to go to and just say, "Hey, man, we're gonna fire you because you suck." He's got he's got that personality and he's got like any gifts made out of him from that celebration against Cruz Azul long ago. That he's just like famous, man, from from all those celebrations and everything. So it's like a, uh, I mean, he you could lose to, like I said earlier, he could lose Copa MX to FC Juarez, um, but still be considered, you know. A, uh, a, a pretty good coach, maybe not based on his results, but on his personality, on you know his his drive and everything. So, and plus he he made up for for that loss by winning the the league. So. He said, you know, I don't know if you guys he was in uh, he was in spicy soccer, which I think it was yesterday or two days ago, and it's, it's something interesting. I noted that uh, I feel like Copa MX is beginning to. To get a bit more respected, um, yeah. and and because he said how he got his ass chewed for losing to, I think it was Juarez, but he said yeah. we should, you know, we had no business losing to a Liga de Ascenso team, and he said, you know, they they asked him if, if there was disappointment, and he said, yeah, the boss came in and he chewed us out, man, and uh, and then I I. I, you know, I see what like Pelaez said, which was I don't know if it was 
yesterday or today, and he said how they're going after the doblete again. So he wants that Copa MX trophy mm-hmm. again. So you're starting seeing like these bigger clubs give it more importance. Or before it was like, yeah, we lost. Who cares? You know. Yeah, I think that's, and I think that that has to happen because uh, I think it's important for kind of bigger, you know, quote unquote, like bigger teams to to take that tournament seriously. I think when it first came back, I I think I don't remember, but I think maybe like a a, a central team like yeah took the took the cup, and then yeah. I, I want to say like after Chivas won, like I I personally I felt. If if Chivas, Cruz Azul, America, Pumas, like the bigger teams, win this cup and they actually take it seriously, then they'll give it some clout, you know. And 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 that's like it has to happen that way. I think it's important for these bigger teams to, yeah. to care about winning like that cup because it's going to give it like some prestige. Yeah, and also it it sort of helps, like it helps you kind of save face if you had a not-so-good season, which is what, yeah. one of the things that helped Almeida a lot, where he was, he spent a year without being able to win a league game at home, but because he won a few Copa MX games, people weren't putting that pressure on him. of saying, hey, dude, you better start getting some points. Uh, but but here, I'll, I'll, I brought it up for you, Serge. So they, they brought back the Copa MX in um in um two thousand twelve because it had the last the last time they played it was in ninety six ninety seven and you know and and even back then it wasn't even like televised. Yeah. Uh, so it got rebranded Copa MX two thousand twelve and it was Sinaloa versus Correcaminos which is like whoa what where the you know two two Liga de Ascenso teams uh, playing for the Campeonato and that was and then you had the following club you had Cruz Azul Atlante and it's like Atlante another another Liga de Ascenso team right and then 2013 you had Morelia versus Atlas you know that's like that's like bum fights right there you nobody <laughs> you know <laughs> He's fighting by the dumpster. Uh, and then you had uh, Tigres versus Oaxaca. So, I mean, you had all these Liga de Ascenso teams. Some of them that, that aren't even, like, the big Ascenso teams, you know, making the final. Puebla yeah. Santos, Puebla again. And then, yeah, around the time, you said, um, even after, like, like I would say, even, like, like after Chivas won it when they beat Leon, that's in 2015. The following was Veracruz Necaxa. So I mean, it's been a bit reluctant, but since I'll say like, um, I'll go since 2016, cause it's been, um, Querétaro Chivas and for Querétaro it was big cause they never won anything in first division right. and this is their, their, you know, first ever campeonato. And then you had Chivas Morelia, but this Morelia team was, is, you know, it's been pretty competitive. Uh, and then Monterrey Pachuca and Necaxa Toluca, which was kind of messed up for Toluca because they were doing their whole centenario thing, thing and they, they just couldn't. And then um, Cruz Azul Monterrey, 
So, yeah, you're starting to see the bigger teams go right, in there yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I started to pay more attention to it, like, after Chivas won. After Chivas won, I was like, okay, this is exactly what this cup needs. Um, they need just one of the big teams, popular teams, to to win it, to give it some sort of clout. And then, like you mentioned, after that, you know, you started to see more uh, top teams or, you know, first division teams compete for for the title. So you, you're not having a bunch of assistant teams on there. And it, I mean, you know, it's great. Like, it's a good story, right? Like a Cinderella story. You take an essential team and they make it to the final or semifinal. And it's good for those teams to play against, like, the top division. But like, the first division team should be taking that, that title and they should care about it. It's also the bragging rights because you, you're saying, like, you know what? We won the doblete. You know, exactly. and and because that's what Pelayas was saying. He's saying we're going for the doblete. He he said it at the start of last season, and he's saying it again. You know, for Clausura 2019, he's saying we're we're going for a doblete, and um, you know, and and I think I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Piojo said the same thing now. So I, yeah, I, I like I yeah, like I that. I like that it's it's turning into that because then you have more games that become more competitive. I think that's one of the things that's been missing, you know? Yeah, the, the problem. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, just, the real quick, the problem is that the doblete in Copa Mexico is like uh, America going for the doblete de, uh, for, uh, of Prove. Because normally, <laughs> normally the, the, the top Liga Mexico, well, the first division teams are going to go for the league first. They'll, they'll put in their suplentes for the Copa MX, and that's when they end up losing to Ascenso teams. Yeah, I think it, like in the in like the beginning stages, right? Like you'll see first division teams play <clears throat> second string players, but as the tournament progresses, you'll start to see first division teams playing their you know starters. Um, yeah, or or in the case of Chivas. Where you know they're they're totally out of the league, so they just put all their chips into the Copa MX. Yeah, yeah. But kind of going back to what what Joel was saying, it's I think it's, it is important for like Piojo to say we want to win the cup and the league, or Pelaz to say we want to win the cup and the league. Um, you, you, I, I, you would want to have like your domestic cup to have some prestige like you don't want it to just be this i don't know like this like random thing yeah. that doesn't mean anything yeah it's it it was it was almost like 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 when you're forced to play with your kid brother and they're like five years younger <laughs> like, right. and they force you to play with them like lend, lend them your toys um but yeah it, it felt forced for a lot of the team so for a long time they would just play the reserves and and if yeah. they got eliminated, they didn't care. It was like you did them a favor. Now we just concentrate on what's important. But it's picking up traction, you know. And as it gets more, as it gets more popular, and you get more uh, TV ratings and all that, and then and then the, the teams are just, you know, it's it's gonna become 
it's going to become a thing with the fans as well. Um, yes. But Serge, we we brought you in to talk America, man, because Chiquis is Pumas. He's still a bit salty of what happened. He's, you know, been tweeting <laughs> me too. And, <laughs> and uh, no, you know, we're talking about possibly Linus and, and Edson Alvarez leaving the big rumors. But you know, as an America fan, do you want us, do you want them to leave? Um, it's kind of hard. So like, like as a, as a, Mexican fan, right? Like, I would want to see as many Mexican players, uh, play in Europe and, and get significant minutes in Europe. Um, as an America fan, like, you're a little torn, right? Cause you see, like, Edson is really good. Lainez is really good. And, uh, you know, they're, they're homegrown players. Um, came from the cantera so like you like seeing that um i think if a team like ajax is willing to pay whatever it is they're gonna pay for what an 18 19 year old yeah i'm okay with letting him go um america has what they have like cecilio um renato menez uh, or Mene, whatever the hell his name is. Um, I'm forgetting somebody else. Ibarguen, kind of playing in that same position. So it's like, yeah, he's talented. Yeah, he's like a really good prospect and the, his ceiling is pretty high. But is America really going to take like this massive dip if he's not on the team when you have Mene, Ibarguen, and Cecilio playing that same position? Probably not. Um, I think I would feel it more if Edson left because I don't know if there's anybody else that can replace him. Um, but if the team comes calling, willing to pay whatever they got to pay for Edson, then, I mean, how could you refuse, you know? Um, if I saw like a, a brief piece on um, what's that show called? The one on Fox Deportes, La Última Palabra, and Aguinaga made this comment about how certain countries value their players, and if Ajax, let's say, um, likes this. Brazilian player, but they also like this Mexican player. Uh, the Brazilian team is willing to sell them for less than what the Mexican team would be willing to sell them because the Mexican team is going to be willing to, well, the Mexican team values that player a lot more than the Brazilian team because in Brazil, yeah, we could sell you our, our starting midfielder because we have somebody right behind them who's probably just as good or is going to be just as good and we're not going to really feel the impact. Whereas in yeah. Mexico, it's like we don't have anybody to replace our best striker. You yeah, know what but, I mean? But, but we don't have anybody to replace our best midfielder. Yeah, but but also, you know, the just adding to that, the longer you hold on to a player, it's like the value is is 
will like decrease, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, it's just, I guess a good example is Pitti Martinez, who, who signed with Atlanta and he was from River Plate and, um, a couple of teams from Europe wanted him and River Plate, you know, they were selling them for 15 million and, and, uh, they were trying to get them to lower it before they negotiated. But I think Atlanta has said, you know what? Hold my beer. We'll pay that. And, yeah. and <clears throat> yeah, I was getting an argument with some dudes because they were saying like he had no options. Like, yes, he did, you know, because you know, one thing that usually happens is the player will be like, if he really wants to go abroad just to add pressure to the club, usually They'll be like, okay, well then I won't extend my contract with okay. you, and then he could just leave for free, or or with a year, with a year remaining, uh, the club would, if they want to sell him now, they'll be forced to sell him cheaper. So that's that's the other thing that happens, you know, where it's like a lot of times even the players will will pressure the club to sell you, uh, and and the club ultimately doesn't want to lose out. They're not going to lose out on a big transfer, so they'll be like, "All right, then, you know, whatever." And and which is, it has hurt the South American teams a lot. But you know, one thing that they did, uh, River was pretty smart, so BT uh, owned twenty percent of that contract. So he he came up making three million. He wouldn't have made those three million if he had gone to Europe. Yeah, you know, off of the transfer. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, like, our club, is there, is, is it America's responsibility to pump out as many players and ship them out to Europe? Not really, right? Like, their responsibility is, hey, we want to win. We want to be champions. We want to have a good team. That's our responsibility. It's not to ship out as many players as we can to Europe. If an offer comes that is fair to us, fair to the player, whatever, then yeah, we'll consider it and we'll do it. But I don't know, like, well, if they if they I can make know, money, yeah, no, they'll if, make money for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think it, like, it has to benefit everybody. Yeah, if, they, if they're if they're away players. Yeah, if the cantera, like if the cantera of an America or Chivas or any team Pumas just starts pumping out good youth players and they start going to Europe even young, then America or whoever is going to be known as, you know, having a good youth system. The national team is, you know, of course going to call them up and, you know, they're going to be America's the base of the national team. America this, America that. And then they're getting, you know, all the notoriety. And of course they're selling the players. And maybe using that money to just, you know, transfer or buy, you know, South Americans or other, uh, league on next players, Mexican players, whatever. Um, you know, it's, I think it's a good thing, but yeah, I don't think it's their, you know, their sole goal just to send people out to Europe just to, just to do it, but it should happen naturally. Um, yeah, I mean, yes and no, like, I, I like if I'm a team if if I'm the head of, of of some I don't know professional soccer team do I want to sell off my best assets 
knowing that they'll, you know, uh, give me some sort of success or championships or whatever. You know, it's kind of hard to let those things go. That, that's where the, and I, may, I don't know, fully know about this, that's where like the whole free agency and like Pacto de Caballeros comes into. It might not be America who wants Diego Linus to go to Europe, but Diego Linus, once he dominates America, you know, the league, he's going to want to go to Europe. And it's up to America to let him go or to cause problems. No, but I, I think America's been pretty chill about that. I, I think, um, God damn it, I kind of hate myself for this. Been, <laughs> been having to praise America a lot lately. Um, <laughs> but I, I think they don't get a lot of credit. Like Pachuca gets a lot of credit for, for the youth, but America sent just as many, you know? I mean, Jimenez was the highest transfer leaving from, from, um, what was it, 25 million when you went to Atletico Madrid? Yeah. You know, so at that time he was the highest. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if Chucky Lozano beat that, but I mean, and, and then they, they sent out, uh, Diego Reyes. Uh, you know, Memo, even, even though he went on free, but still, they, they had quite, quite a number and they might send two more, but they've, they've been, they've been on it as far as like developing talent. They just, I guess they don't, they don't play them as often or, or, or just, I'll say maybe as many, you know, but there's there's some unsung heroes back there, man, in America that no one's talking about. Whoever's running that youth program, you know, they, they've been doing a good job. I think uh, who's that Brazilian? The Brazilian guy um, was coaching the uh, like one of the youth squads. He was like a God. I can't remember his name. Carlos um, Santos. Carlos Santos, yeah. I don't know if he's still coaching, like, or part of the coaching staff of the youth, but um, I know he was for a while. Yeah. I just know he always fights with uh, Pulido on Twitter. <laughs> that guy's always <laughs> fighting on Twitter. <laughs> they started going at it. No, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a collection, you know, because it's, it's also having scouts. And it's having the some guy that overlooks the project, and you know, to see that they promote the, the teams from the, you know, from because the, the, the youth team also won, right? The under was it under seventeen or the under twenty? Yeah, yeah. See, I mean, I mean, Katang, um, you 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 already have two youngsters that that they were. Starters in in the grand final, and then you you have uh, more youngsters coming up. So I I do think they they're not getting credit for that. Kind of sneaky that way, I guess. Keep the attention away from us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like I, <clears throat> a lot of teams have like success in their in their like youth. Like youth rank, Pachuca did. Um, Pumas. I don't know much about Chivas, but what? No, didn't Chivas win the uh, Sub 20? 
They did. They won, they won like, yeah. Yeah. They did win it recently. They, their, their program kind of went down the tube for a while because they kept reshuffling. And, uh, but just recently they won the, the under 20. They had, yeah. Yeah. But we're, me and you are, uh, I think, on the same page. You, you said the same thing I said about uh, Edson not really being replaceable, but Linus, he's got uh, America stacked right in his position. Cecilio, Ibarguen. It is, it is. But he's one yeah. of those players that, you know, they don't come, a, they don't come a, around very often. Right. And you at least would like to have them in the club long enough to, you know, win a few things. You know, uh, I was looking at this one meme and it said the last Cruz Azul championship was 21 years ago. And, and dude, Linus wasn't even born yet. <laughs> In that time, you know, Linus grew up and, he, you know, he got to play a final and beat you. It was kind of trippy. Uh, but, I, and, and I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a point. I forgot, man. I forgot. Shitting Not on memes. <laughs> oh, oh no, Linus, Linus. Just, just because you know, like Chivas, like as a Chivas fans, we didn't get to enjoy Chicharo, and we never even got to see Vela. And if they could at least play two years, you know, when they're like maybe eighteen to like twenty or twenty-one. That would have been pretty neat, man. Pretty sure the club would have won something with with those talented players. So yeah. I do think I do think um I could see Linus going beast mode by the time he's twenty. And and you know, you kinda haven't seen a player like that probably since like you know, coming from Cantera probably since like uh I wanna say like what Blanco? Or Blanco Oh, oh you're talking yeah. about America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, probably because I don't like Raul Jimenez wasn't balling like that. Um, no. Yeah, I mean Memo, because I remember Memo when they they made him they made him the starting goalkeeper at like eighteen, and yeah. the dude was just looking yeah. spectacular, man. And, and they he stayed long them. enough. Yeah, huh? and the more well, I'm just saying, like they had to because of that rule. Like it was like a oh. rule where certain only like in throughout Mexico you could the play. 2011. No, no, no. It wasn't that one. It was like uh, it throughout Mexico you had to you could play a certain number of foreigners, but in Mexico oh, okay. City it was limited. Yeah. So they had this Argentinian Saha, who was the goalie. And I forgot where he came from. It was, uh, but he was supposed to be like a really good goalie. And then when they played in Mexico City, they would start Memo because having Saha as a goalie for whatever reason just wasn't going to work. And, um, they would put Memo at goalie whenever they played in Mexico City and he just did really well. I want to say it was, um, como se llama este way? Uh, El Cabazón. From uh, Argentina, Ruggeri? Yeah, him. Yeah, he would. I think it Saha. was Ben Hacker. I think, but I think wasn't it Ben Hacker that debuted it? Oh, you know what? You're probably he, he right. debuted. 
And then, um, and then the right. other the other coach came in, and the other coach is the guy that brought Saha, but I but, think Memo yeah. beat him out. Yeah, but he, he would ended up. He would bench him during Mexico City games. Because there was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure you or or Ronnie have like a better understanding of the rules. But for some yeah, reason, no, there in was. Mexico City, like there was this rule where you had to play with like one less foreigner. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah, yeah it was like four and five. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, they got rid of that one. But that was the rule for a long time. Yeah, and that gave Memo that gave Memo his shot because Saha had a sit, and Memo took over. Oh, God damn, memory lane. Well, chavos, I have to get going because I, I go to work. Trabajo de noche porque no no fui a la escuela. But yeah, no, I I want to go to school. Uh, now I have to work nights. Um, pero ya me voy. Sorry, right, right, it's it great having talked to you. Yeah, yeah, thanks for reminding yeah. me. Yeah, anytime, man. All right, later, cheekies. All right, have a good uh, one. Yeah. Thanks, Andrew. And that's it for this episode. We'll talk to you guys later. All right. All right.